everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Shawget, site founder. Andrew Stretch, Master Chief Petty Editor. Uh, because you're very petty. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the Halo TV show later in this episode, and also a little bit of my time at Sandrock. Uh, so that'll be pretty exciting. Um, and we will spoil Halo later on in this episode. So if that's something you're worried about, just giving you the heads up now so you know. Uh, we'll but first, and just so that you know to listen in too, because it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably. We're, well, here's the thing. Two, half of us on the show have not seen anything past episode one, yeah. kind of. But you're going to have um, to guess which two. <laughs> yeah, it'll be hard to guess, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I'm we'll the biggest know. fan of the Halo Chief. Uh, but first, let's get into some news. Sony has revealed a few more details about its PlayStation pl- Double Plus, Triple Plus Good uh, service update that's coming in June, uh, where they're adding a ton more games as basically kind of a free asterisk part of the new service. Essentially, their competition with Game Pass is what's going on here. Um, so you can go to their blog post, which we will probably link in the description or show notes if you want to check out what sort of games are in store if you upgrade your PlayStation Plus subscription in June. So we have the list in front of us. Any and thoughts? We, sh- Any- we should say that this is only a selection of the content. True. There's still more to be announced. Right. Yeah. I would hope so. I hope they're keeping the good <laughs> stuff because not a lot of good stuff here. Uh, hey, Infamous. Infamous is good. If nobody's played yeah. Infamous, it's one of the like OG, like good, like superhero games. Yeah, so not a lie. Starting at the top for the PS4, PS5 game catalog, they've got pretty much every game. If you're a PlayStation owner, you probably already have whatever games on this list you're yeah. interested in playing. Mm-hmm. It kind of it it has that Nintendo vibe about it. Um. Oh, yeah, see, if yeah. you're looking for someone that just wants the modern stuff, it's pretty good. It, it hits them all if yeah. you're just looking yeah. for the Sony stuff. Right. Like, this is this is for someone who maybe is joining the PlayStation ecosystem for the first time or only very recently joined. You know, or, so you know they... somewhere where this is a good value buy where I could only pick my one game or two game every once in a while, and so I've been wanting to play something. Yeah, I say that cause... as someone who grew up that way where I was like, I'm poor. I'm just going to hang out at this video game store all day and beg them for games. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, it does have a similar appeal that Game Pass does, right? Where it's like it's a, it's a relatively low cost in that month. And look, you get access to, like, The Last of Us Remastered. You get access to, like, Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales. You get God of War, like, 2018, Ghost of Tsushima. You knack. know, it's like you get Knack, like, the Bloodborne. best game. The Uncharted games. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of value here. And I mean, like, we've constantly said on this podcast, like, yeah, Xbox Game Pass is good value, but what keeps Sony in the game is the quality of their they first They have a catalog titles. that's kind of un... Other than Nintendo, not a lot. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So even though this, this catalog so far isn't as big as Game Pass, like, what's here is worth checking out for sure. Yeah, for, for like new PS4 owners, new PS5 owners to be like, okay, got the new console. I'm going to put down 20 bucks and any game I would, I would, yeah. any game that would be the game that drives you to purchase the PS5 is likely on this list. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that's really cool to see. I am, and I am thinking to myself, like, as a kid, I could totally sell, like, a parent. Be like, look, just pay this once or twice. You know how mm-hmm. many fucking games I could play in, in a month as a kid? I'd oh, be yeah. powering through that list of stuff. And, I mean, even the third-party PS4 and 5 games, it's a pretty good selection. Like, if I remember right, I don't think Red Dead Redemption 2 was ever on Game Pass. But here... It was. It was it? Yeah. Yeah, for okay. a little while. Gotcha. Well, it'll be here on the PlayStation Game Pass as well. Um, mm-hmm. You also got like Outer Wilds, one of the best games of the year it came out, right? That's, uh, that's also on Game Pass. <laughs> well, yeah, that was on Game Pass for a while too, right? <laughs> Valhalla? Yeah. It's getting some Ubisoft stuff that... Um, yeah. Qu- there, isn't there bit. something with Ubisoft Plus, whatever the fuck they call their thing? Yeah, like Ubisoft Plus Classic or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you've got dead cells which i think was also on game pass so now dead cells is just super duper i believe it's just currently on game pass yeah um yeah again like even even these games here batman arkham knight uh celeste is an incredible game control huge game dead cells far cry final fantasy 15 uh it's all it's all fantastic content Oh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, our game of the year Hell last yeah. year. Hell Great yeah. game. If you have not gotten to it yet, please do. Mm-hmm. And so let's get into some of the classic offerings, right? Because I think it's interesting that they offer, like there, there's a smaller list of where it's like the original PlayStation and PSP versions of the game. And then a slightly larger list that's like the remasters that were released on PS4. So you're playing like the PS4 remaster of Ape Escape 2, on your PS4 or 5 through this through this service for example I mean immediately the original PlayStation and PSP is pretty weak mm-hmm. um, I mean Siphon Filter is kind of interesting Ape Escape is pretty interesting um, it's weird that they keep like the same way that Ape Escape 2 you know is on the the PlayStation 2 list you know air quotes and it was also one of the 50 titles that that was brought mm-hmm. on when Sony wanted to try to make PS2 games on PS4 a thing, which they just stopped doing. <laughs> right. So it's, it's funny. For something that they keep leaning so hard into the nostalgia for, where the hell's our new Ape Escape, Sony? <laughs> I want a new Ape Escape. Yes, I want please a gritty they just, they new just put Ape Escape. Out. Yeah, we I want, want blood the, from software's Ape Escape. Oh God, <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> I'm getting bored with that. That mm-hmm. might be the dark, the Dark Souls s game that I would actually finish and maybe I mean, play more would, than 40 minutes of. There would be a precedent for uh, for Kojima to be working on an Ape Escape title. Yeah, I that's, mean, Ape, Ape Escape was a big part of Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. And and Metal Gear Solid was a big part of Escape Two or Three. I I don't remember. <laughs> that was a great. Did you guys know about Measle Gear Solid? No. That there was a full mini game within. I think it was Ape Escape Three. That you were a a monkey that had one of the hats, but the hat had been programmed with all of the knowledge of a of a like secret agent. Um, and so the monkey was in like a gray, a gray stealth suit, had an eye patch, and you went around levels with your like banana gun silencer. They pretty much just like 
partially like remade slash made a parody of the first Metal Gear Solid inside amazing. Ape Escape. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Here for that. Same. And that sounds like something Kojima would write too, if you think about it. Oh, 100%. If, if that someone was, didn't know about Metal Gear Solid and you told them, yeah, Ape Escape is a spinoff from Metal Gear, you totally could sell that to somebody. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, and I think we, we talked a few weeks ago about like there were those leaks, right? Or that, that hinted that we would see Mr. Driller, Worms Games, and Tekken 2 in this list. And here they are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh God, boy, howdy! I cannot wait to play fucking Tekken two. <laughs> of all the Tekken, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Tekken seven. That's over now. It's Tekken two. I wonder if this is going to be like a prelude because I think they only announced Siphon Filter one here on this post, but we also saw information for all of the other, um, all of the other Siphon filters as well. Mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't be surprised if they threw on some more Tekkens as well. Maybe. I mean, it's like Tekken is always good, but yeah. My question is, where is the original Armored Core? I feel like like just in this list, like it'd be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of this list. I mean, it's kind of hard to say too hard, like, oh, it's lacking because, you know, it's not the full list yet, right? Like... Mm -hmm. We don't know what else is hiding in the PlayStation vault. Could, Again, like, it's just one of those with like the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 libraries are just so fucking wild and kind of unmatched. It It's yeah. just kind of like, man, there's so much there, so much rich stuff to pull from. Can't help but feel like, damn, missing mm-hmm. out. Yeah, because I remember we talked about like, oh, the PlayStation 1 and 2 were like, the jrpg machines right oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh not really looking at, yeah like there's there's arc the lad dark cloud rogue galaxy wild arms 3 you know i mean it, it's a fine list right but like no i mean not even any final fantasy so far not even legend of dragoon or dragon quest it's like I don't know. It just seems like, yeah, there's there's not that much going on yet for the classic games catalog, which yeah. I'd imagine a lot of people would want to come here for. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. And I think they, they've got to have a decent amount of data on like what classic stuff people wanted because there was a lot of the li- like most popular games from those libraries were available to buy as classic games like PS3. Um, I'm trying to look it up real quick, but I think I looked, I read somewhere that if you did buy something that comes to this service, you can get it on your PS5. So like if you bought it with your your account for your PS3 mm. or 4, you can get it on your PS5 if it's, if it's coming uh, to the service at some point. But I've got to double check that, which is pretty rad because there's all kinds of stuff that I bought that I don't have now unless I plug in my PS3 <laughs> and right. use it. Uh, so to have it all in one place would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which seems so insane to be like, this is cool when it should be that way from the fucking beginning. But like, <laughs> anyway, it's nice that they're potentially doing that finally. Yeah, I agree. And it, it'd finally be the, um, like the step toward backwards compatibility. A little bit, yeah, further for, towards yeah. it anyway. Yeah. I'm looking through the PS3 list now, and as a reminder too, this P- these PS3 games, like PS3 only games, can only be streamed. 
So it's only in select countries that you can get that with the the ultimate That's version, right. right? If you don't, if there is no streaming offered in your country, then you go down to PlayStation Deluxe, I think is what that tier is, uh, where you don't get access to these PS3 games at all. And that's where you would miss out on like Infamous 1 and 2, Festival of Blood, um, Resistance 3. Hey, why not? Just 3. Uh, Tokyo Jungle, which would be kind of sad because you get to play as a Pomeranian in a post-apocalyptic world and beat the shit out of things. <laughs> I think Tokyo Jungle was already on PlayStation now. Was it? All of these games are already on PlayStation well, we're already on PlayStation now, but that's now it. It makes sense. I mean, since they're, we're like combining it into one thing now, right? Right. Yeah, I think like really of this, what what we're seeing is like actually new for us is the the PlayStation One and the single PlayStation Portable game. <laughs> um, but I think everything <laughs> yeah. else has been available in one way or another. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, overall, I guess, question to the, to the table. Are you whelmed? Over? Under? Um, I think, like, it's hard to say. We're in such a weird position. Like, I was thinking about someone posted the dumb thing in our Slack yesterday about a bunch of classic games, like how many you played, and, like, I played all of them. And I'm like, so I'm not <laughs> the guy. <laughs> I'm not the guy for this. It was, like, 60-something games. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've played every single one of those. So, mm-hmm. like, mo- anything on here I've, I've probably played. But I'm looking at it like there. it's a decent mix of, like, a relatively decent mix of, like, some classic stuff that um, is definitely worth checking out if you're at all interested in, like, the history of games or learning about where certain things come from or just some are just good games on their on their own yeah it, it checks all the boxes um which is good yeah yeah it's still like missing it, a lot of stuff but to me but like it meets the the minimum expectations but it's not like blow blow it out of the water you know yeah like, well it's kind of like what you're getting with the, those jrpgs missing earlier like that was really what especially a ps1 in particular like that's what that machine was made for <laughs> like <laughs> it was jam-packed full of so many of those and yeah. and as we've talked about a couple times like even just recently in podcasts like it's everybody's got that one that they really liked so there's all kinds of little obscure ones that have their own little cult followings but there's so many of them yeah. That, that brings something weird to the table. It'd just be interesting to see some more of those crop up. Mm. Azure Dreams. What? Yeah, that one. Didn't even understand what you said no, there. You, yeah, Azure we, Dreams uh, is a, yeah. one of those PS1 games that, uh, for whatever reason, absolutely loved it, but it was definitely mm. kind, of, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But like well, we said, like you've said a few times, like this list is supposed to get quite a bit bigger. Because what yes. when they originally pitched it and they say it's four hundred something games, like when they originally said it or something, like announced it. Yeah, like it that. was it was like four hundred and sixty something like classic that. Yeah. games. Mm-hmm. The classic games including PlayStation, PSP, uh PlayStation Two, and I think even PlayStation three. Oh yeah, I mean, three and four. Yeah. So yeah. this is PS3's obviously retro, yeah. missing one like hundreds of games. So mm-hmm. The yeah, chances so if of you, those stuff showing up, it's probably pretty good. If you take what's already in the current PS Now library, 
which is honestly, it's about 250, 300 games. Then you add the PS4 games that they said there would be at least 100 PS4 games. Mm. Um, then when you when you kind of like subtract, like assuming that it's going to be like one to one, they're just going to move everything from PlayStation now over to you the figure, service. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, I think it broke down to there being somewhere between 60 to 80 of the classic uh, titles. So that's either PlayStation 1, PSP, or PS2 games. Mm. Um, so yeah, as we have this list of, you know, like 10 PlayStation titles, one PlayStation portable title, um, and another 10 PS2 titles, you know, this, we're still probably going to see this list triple if not quadruple but it'll also be you know what's the quality of that list um some right. of the some of like the big hits of playstation of the playstation one era um you know crash bandicoot spire of the dragon i have i wonder whether that will even be something that they'll be able to get um because they're under xbox now yeah, weirdly enough, <laughs> yeah. they're now Xbox mascots. Yes, interesting. Although it seems like going to be potentially Xbox. If anybody seems more willing to work with someone to let them have stuff like that, that's true. So, yeah, I guess you know if if we do see, wouldn't be surprised if we do see. You know, you load up Crash Bandicoot One on your PlayStation Five, and the Xbox logo shows up before it. That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. It'll be MLB The Show and Crash Bandicoot. They're going to swap places, basically. Right? Yeah. Because when you boot up MLB The Show on Xbox, it starts it's off with PlayStation same. Studios. That does make like that Uncharted 4 scene way weirder like, when they're playing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'll just circle back. Yeah. I found an article that did confirm that if you're someone that already bought like classic PS1 or PSP games that are coming to this service... Even if you, I think even if you don't have PS Plus, you can download those games onto your console free. Mm. I wonder. So you've already bought them. I wonder if that will also count the the original PlayStation stuff. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. I wonder. I wonder if that will mean that those are going to be like on sale. Like I wonder that too, because because uh, uh, they say they're going to have their own little spot. It seems. Yeah, the like the specific wording is, oh, if you've already purchased it, then you can mm-hmm. do X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, what if I didn't purchase it on the PSP store back in the day? Yeah. Um, but I would like to now because that's also, you know, I wouldn't pay for this. At the moment, I wouldn't be inclined to pay for this service. Same. But if I could buy Ape Escape for six bucks... Yeah, I don't. I don't, do I don't see why service. they should wouldn't do that. Like if they, you're getting best of both worlds. So people that mm. are buying just single games and people that are getting in on the service. So why not? Yeah, I guess it just the 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 history of that is in the PS Nowness True. of like all these PS3 games that you can't purchase but you can stream. Yeah. But then that also falls down to you need to do that streaming anyway, and that's where the the subscription aspect comes in. Right. Yeah, I think it's interesting too that like the subscription will also get you those limited time trials, right? For like those, like you get you can play a little bit of Horizon Forbidden West mm-hmm. or yeah. Tiny Tina's demo discs. Or, yeah, <laughs> demo so discs. That Remember good. demos, guys. <laughs> That's part of a, a a service instead of just they should just have that anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Particularly with something Horizon Forbidden West, you could put a three-hour demo and people don't even scratch the surface of that fucking game. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> it takes <laughs> 10 hours to get to the game. Yeah, it takes, the prologue's that long. Actually, there was the... In Super Smash Bros. Brawl, you could play 30-minute timed demos of a bunch of the games that, that they originated from. There's been people who have speed ran ocarina of time within that's pretty good um, within uh super smash brawl. bros brawl well, and it. gotten to the end credits <laughs> that's i mean yeah i believe it that's yeah they got good. their money's worth from that yeah one of my friend one of his coolest things thinking of his demo disc he's got a uh final fantasy 7 ps1 demo disc that's really cool mm. i was like damn so before it came out back in the day oh yeah remember there those I. They're also saying that they're adding, uh, uh, sorry, not achievements, trophies to these oh, games. Oh, that's right. Yeah, to classic games. Yeah, who gives a shit? Which bad. they did. They did with some of the PS2 games they released on PS4. Yeah, um, that kind of worries me. Oh, worries I you. thought you would be excited. Does yeah, it that's... does it worry you that they're adding it, or that you're going to get addicted to <clears throat> unlocking every single achievement in the PS1 and PS2? What yeah. worries me is that it's not like they can, um, you know, they can have some kind of like an emulation wrapper around the game and then just like push it out that by needing to add that much more manpower in because Sony historically at this point, we've seen them, you know, take those steps with PS2 games for PS4, but only publish 50 of them and then move on. Um, oh. that if it's if it's going to be something of the like that we want to get trophies in all of the games all of the retro games that we push out it's either a going to be really shallow um like shallow trophies based on things that are like trackable in a in a safe save file like you know the Boot triggers the would be yeah or like beat this level get all the gems in this level get to this part in the story there they may be really are? yeah that's what i was about to say isn't that what most achievements and trophies tend to be you you get that for a lot but then you get all of the ones that are like do things in a in a certain interesting way like you know uh, for for like half-life 2 the gnome chomsky achievement mm-hmm. like yeah. carrying the garden gnome all the way through a level that's unless there's like you know a certain flag in a save file or like you know, however they would be able to track that, they would need to have that that trigger to be able to get it to work. I'm not sure how how deep they'll be able to get with those kinds of triggers. And then also just if if this if whatever team is behind this or behind implementing the trophies means that they need to go in, create a trophy list, make sure that it works, do testing, do QA put it all together and get that out. What will that mean for the speed of classic games being added um, as well as, you know, Sony's willingness to, to keep putting money into that part of the process. Well, if history has shown us anything, I'm sure they're going to keep working at this, keep picking at that pile, you know, all the way through the PS6 even. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't I wait to see what stop. service comes for the next console to get all the stuff you already bought. But yeah, it's just like it's a it's a weird little niche worry of mine. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I think, just it's, think it's know. a fair concern that I think I you're probably right that they're going to be the bare bones achievement or trophies. Um, I wouldn't expect them to get too crazy with it. Yeah, I'd love to be pleasantly surprised though. Yeah, that as well. I would I would love for Sony to absolutely yeah. shock me. I don't, and I don't care if they did say it's too much work and they get rid of them. Good pace. Yeah, or it's just something that gets like really hit or miss. Like, hey, we put uh, trophies in Ape Escape, uh, but IQ Intelligent Cube, we didn't bother about. Like, yeah. Maybe I it's just like that. they'll pick and choose the big stuff. Yeah. But then that kind of like um, dilutes the, the importance of them. I don't know. Well, it makes yeah. me wonder too, like if it's, if I wonder if part of it'll come to like, you know, if it's a third party game, are they going to be involved in that process at all? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, I'm sure that Bandai Namco Entertainment currently wants to do zero, zero work whatsoever at, at making Tekken 2 compatible <laughs> on a PS5. Yeah. Um, I'm well, sure that the, the majority of that workload is in uh, Sony's court. Well, that's what I'm wondering. But what I'm more of getting at is, I wonder if these trophies and stuff would be more of like a first-party Sony thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're more likely to be on them than on a third-party game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do worry about people like like you, Stretch and Rut. Like, if they add trophies to everything, are you both going to be okay? Or are you going to feel the pressure to I have to go through every game in this catalog and platinum them because of how how poorly or not how poorly how incredibly hacked the ps3 got um and the ability for people to just add like you know plug in an account and like add whatever trophies they wanted since the days of the ps3 the trophy system for me has always felt tarnished Mm. so i've i've never given a fuck (laughs) about Mm. trophies but I will totally go for uh uh I will totally go for achievements if they're like within reason. Fair. Yeah, I don't know. For me it's like I whether or not they add it is whatever for me, you know, like just like with modern day trophies and achievements, I, I don't really care enough about them. But I, I want to turn off the notification that I got one. That's where I'm <laughs> yeah. at with them. Fair um okay i think i think that's some good talk on the ps plus update i think we're gonna really get our hands on them in the next month so we'll probably like this will be an evolving story i imagine you know we'll see more come out about it and as some of us maybe get it get our hands on it might have some more thoughts on the idea uh but i think we should move on to talk about my time at sandrock shall we yeah where you guys yeah. are trapped right now. We yes. are trapped in Sandrock. Um, no, we, we've been playing a lot of this game. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's the sequel to My Time at Porsche, which is, is imagine a Stardew Valley-like game, but instead of farming, you're a builder. So you you build shit around the town. You're a big city person, moved to small town, and you build shit to help the town get better. Uh, my time at Sandrock's a sequel to that, and it's set in like a desert city, like a with a small oasis. So like water is an issue. So a lot of the things you're building are related to like water supply and trade for survival. Um, Rut and I have been playing a lot of this, and we have a few people on staff who've also been playing a lot. Um, Rut, do you want to give us some of your thoughts? What are you thinking about the game so far? 
Yeah, so I really, really liked Porsche. So stepping into Sandrock, I was looking forward to something new. But I've been uh, very pleasantly surprised by how much they kept from Porsche that was kind of solid mechanics. And then some of the changes they've made to like enhance and, and um, improve upon what they already had. And it's just like, it's such a delightful game. I ended up emailing the PR person. And I was like, this is the most delightful game. Um, cause I was just having such a nice time exploring and the, um, everybody's kind of got their own story. Uh, but it's, I mean, if you like kind of that, like slice of life, um, slow paced chill games where you can kind of just do whatever you want. Um, the, the, my time at series is just phenomenal. Um, in terms of building relationships, um, within like the town or whatever, uh dungeon diving collecting resources building stuff like there's just so much you can kind of do that it, it it's really really enjoyable yeah and i think something i really like about that game compared to stardew is there's this small aspect of like almost like a factory builder like it's not quite full on factory built. You're not dealing with conveyor belts or whatever, but there's there's something in your mind where you're kind of having to juggle like, okay, if it takes four minutes for that to smelt and three minutes for this to build, what can I do in that time to be the most efficient, mm-hmm. right? Like you're part of the factory as well. Um, but it doesn't get as complex as like factory or anything like that. So you're not gonna be like bogged down in process. It's more like it just kind of tickles that part of your brain where it's like, okay, what little thing can I do to squeeze out more resource or like to do just a few things a little better that yeah. sort of thing well like if i start smelting all this stuff do i have time to run over to the dungeon and collect more mm-hmm. ores or whatever uh, or right. what or or what or what oh my god you know like rock rock <laughs> copper iron <laughs> rock you just, you just Wait, Dwayne johnson in is in this yeah the rock is in this he's in everything well there, there is a, a guy break. named rock there is a Rocky. guy named Rocky yeah. who is built kind of like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> he's, oh. he's the one that's getting arrested for wire fraud, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, there's a a a cat named Captain. Um, I love Captain. Who uh, he wanders the town and does his own little thing, but he eventually gets uh, promoted to deputy of the town, and he gets a little hat. Um, and he's called <laughs> and he's called deputy great. captain. Deputy captain. Deputy yeah. captain. Yeah. Deputy captain. The cat. Yeah, there's a lot of fun characters in this. I like at first I thought I would really hate Penn. There's a there's a guy in a dressed up in a superhero getup, and his name's Penn. And I he's really douchey. He's very like, um, oh haha, I'm the strongest in town. I can punch the shit out of you. And then he always says, like, the pen's mightier than the sword, which I'm like, oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> I love him. Um, yeah, but that's the thing, he grows on you, and you're like, ah, dang it, I do kind of like him though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, each character has like a very distinct personality. Um, mm-hmm. And the more you talk to them and you give them gifts and stuff like that, you kind of you kind of uh, pick so up on that. Much, 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 much. I don't know how many more muches I can throw in there. Better versions than uh, Animal Crossing characters. Then. Yes. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Animal, yeah. Animal Crossing sucks compared to you, this. You will not see a best of and worst of from us. Uh, <laughs> they're which all the best. is the best and worst of animal crossing those are still some of our most commented pages because mm-hmm. people get very angry about that yeah. right and, and they, they all the don't se- realize that they all suck they're yeah all they're the all the worst is the real secret of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're all awful yeah 
So what's yeah. what's the big thing that like sets this apart? You know, for for someone who who did have experience in my time at Porsche, like what what are the big new things that that work or even don't work for Sandrock? I think one of the big things is a lot of the little things. There are a lot of small quality of life changes that just make things so much easier. Um, like for example, if your mission is like, oh no, the, our, our water tank broke, can you please fix it? Right. Then that becomes a mission in your mission log. Mm-hmm. And if you select it, then all of your crafting stations have a, a tab in them. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, like they filter out just the things you need to build the water tank. And if you select and, them, it selects it at the number exactly that you need. Mm. Right. Yeah. So even if it's craft multiple of this thing, like you don't have to do too much math in your head. It's just like, bam, bam, bam. That's it. I'm, I'm doing the thing I need to do, set all these machines to do the thing. And then I'm out. I can go collect resources or talk to people in town and things like that. Um, if I remember right, too, I don't think the first game had that auto sort thing where all of your chests are connected. So you only need to go to one chest and you can tab through all the chests on your property. And there's a button you can hit that's just like, I want to dump everything from my inventory that has a duplicate in the chest to that stack. So you don't that's have to like so nice. worry. Yeah. Yeah. And the the research system's a little different. So like in Porsche, you would give the research center data disks and then you really had no idea what you were going to get back. In right. in Sandrock, you can pick and choose. Like, okay, this mm. is what I want to spend data disks on for research. Like, I want the next grade of smelter or whatever, um, or tanning rack or exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I yeah. I really like the. Um, they've really made no changes to the like contract system at all Mm. i thought that that was i mean that was well done in porsche so not much change there in terms of you know every day you can get a new and complete a new contract for not only money but also um workstation experience right so that you can climb the ranks or whatever and then at the Mm. end of the year if you're in the top three you get a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. Um, it sounds like they've, they've chopped out a lot of like the the unnecessary um, fluff yeah the unnecessary fluff like the 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 data entry part of it kind of like the minutia yeah um it sounds like they've just like really been like keep playing the game yeah, <laughs> like, don't, get, don't worry about this other stuff we'll we'll deal with that behind the scenes here you go here's the game yeah, yeah and I, and i think too there's there's something to consider that's like i think games like this these life simulator type games like harvest moon and even animal crossing even though i'm not a fan of it personally that they're like even if nothing there isn't that much that changes between the games there's a new town there's a new group Mm -hmm. of villagers to get to know Mm -hmm. and like that in and of itself is an engaging and enticing enough reason to like i want to check out the new game because i want to meet the the new wild crazy characters that they've come up with right um well there's legitimate progression too like yeah you know you could not go over to the second delving area until the bridge got destroyed and you have to help rebuild it and uh so it's a metroidvania is what you're saying <laughs> it is you get a grapple hook you get the um the bigger gun you actually do get guns in this game you do. yeah there is a, there is a pistol there are guns um, yeah 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 
and also like you know sword and shield daggers you know the the combat i would say is pretty straightforward yeah it's it's not like you're not putting in god of war combos or anything like that (laughs) yeah Yeah, it gets the job done and uh and right now a lot of the a lot of the skill trees locked too so there's more stuff i'm guessing that'll come on launch day but i'm at least according to pr not much is going to change so yeah because at the moment it's early access right yeah Yeah, it's coming in early early access. access So, yeah. So I think it's more that those things will be added as they mm-hmm. develop, because that's the thing, too, to keep in mind, right, is that we're talking about a game that we're playing an early build of. And then even when it, quote unquote, launches, I think, what is it, Wednesday, um, mm-hmm. that's still going to be an early build, right? Yeah. That just everyone else can purchase and play. But if you're wary about early access, I'll say like I usually am, too. There is enough here that feels pretty like like you can see the edges but you have to go a long way before you get up to the edge, you know, like, yeah, there's a lot to dig into. The map is massive and outside of what they've already prepared is just blank. Um, Can you guys tell us what your current play time is? Like 60 hours. Jesus. (laughs) I'm at like like 22, but you're guiding. (laughs) To be fair, I'm, I'm helping Uh, with guides. I'm literally running in circles around the town, giving people gifts to figure out what people like. So, um, (laughs) I have, we have a giant spreadsheet and there's like five of us working on it. So, okay. So, uh, so so if you want to fall in love with, with Elsie or me on or whoever, go to techraptor.net where we have a ton of guides. So you know exactly (laughs) what to give them. Yeah. What to give them to make them love you. So yeah, I mean, if you're seeing the edges, but you're 20 hours in, that's that's pretty all right for a early access title. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty sure. polished too. Um, I haven't run into too many bugs. There isn't so there's like an AI bug right now where certain villagers are just literally in the same spot every single day. They don't move. There's like mm-hmm. a bug with their pathing, and then there's something for me. I don't know if you ran into this uh, where I can't rent a horse. Uh, yeah i can't either so i think one of the quests is bugged or something but beyond that like everything else is solid the dungeon dungeons work um exploration works and and all the different systems that are kind of like core components are done and working um Mm -hmm. it's just i think there's i hit the end of the preview i think 20 at about 20 hours yeah, like there's a story. Um, it's like you're done with all yeah. of the story stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But you can keep like literally just keep going. The events will keep happening. You can keep like doing contracts and stuff and getting to know the villagers. So Yeah. And I'll say too, I've been playing this on the Steam Deck, which has been an interesting experience. Cause you know, we got our hands on these codes pretty early in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh like they they've the devs have been pushing out a ton of updates during the time we've had the build which is kind of it's interesting to see that because i don't think we get that too often um and i think if you own a steam deck on launch the performance will be pretty good i think like it's not going to be a smooth 60 but you'll get a you get a solid 30 like keep it on low um but it was interesting to see like the first few days where i had the build and i played it on the steam deck it was pretty choppy right but then like over time with the updates like even now i'm seeing market improvements and it's just kind of fascinating to see that like in real time right like it gets truly better and better with each update yeah they've been doing a lot of optimization passes for sure Mm -hmm. so so i mean it sounds like if you're someone who enjoyed porsche you should enjoy sandrock 
I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is more of the same and better. It's so it's far. worth early investment for sure. Agreed. Um, and then, you know, for people who are looking to get in, looking to meet the town and, and everything, what's something that you know now or that like you've you've had to invest in like at the point where you're like 20 hours into the game that you wish you knew earlier? Like, is there any, you know, if you could go back and say to yourself an hour into the game, hey, keep an eye on this. Hmm. Or if there's nothing like that. I would say, even though they kind of make the contract sound optional, do one every day. Like Even yeah. even if you're like, oh, I can't do the really big one, so I just skip it. Like, do the easy one. Even if it feels like 10 gold isn't worth it, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, especially mm-hmm. at the end of the season, the end of the year, when you get kind of the final workshop stuff, you get money, you get water, you get diamonds, which are super important for some of the really high-level crafting stuff um also like gift giving there's a lot of villagers that really like diamonds um Um, unsurprisingly one person one dude uh rvo that he just he seems like a uh, like a snake oil salesman Mm um he got real excited about the diamond and how much he could sell it for so i mean i thought i'd be excited if a random stranger gave me a diamond too (laughs) let's be honest yeah but then but then would you tell him thank you i'm going to sell this now yeah i mean probably like what else yeah. can i do i mean if i thought that i could like maybe cut him in for a little and and get more diamonds down the road maybe mm-hmm. maybe i'm gonna break so, bad so stretch asked the really you know helpful question but i'm no, gonna ask the important question uh-huh for this game uh-huh and uh which one is your pan am of this one? Oh yeah right oh, do you have a pan am yeah. do you have a white pan am in this one who? That was a very fast response. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of had a feeling. As soon as you knew Pan Am, I knew. I, as soon as you said Pan Am, I knew where you were going. So mm-hmm. that's my thing. Amira, she's the the um, pot maker she's lady, the right? Sculptor, yeah, yeah. Sculptor, so there's drugs say. in this too. Wow. Yeah, progressive. She makes, she makes weed. <laughs> <laughs> Just handcraft some weed, you know. What I kind mean, of things does she sculpt? I mean, Fang does have Fang, who's like the doctor. He has like a weekly thing where you can go over and take a mystery medicine. Um, <laughs> so he doesn't tell you what it was, but well, he doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, he just doesn't yeah, talk can, to you. You can hand like you'll go walk up to him and be like, "Here's a gift," and he's like, "Don't give me anything." And you're like, "Whoa, okay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when he has a talking doctors should do. He has like a talking raven or crow, yeah. Oh. right? Yeah. So that's has the mountain never more climb, yet? right? What was that? You have to climb that mountain to. You got to befriend him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the whole game. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my time at Sandrock. Coming to early access this week. If you're interested, would highly recommend. Like it's it's scratching that same itch that Stardew Valley, that Harvest Moon, that all those mm-hmm. other like life sim type games. Well, you probably this sold is, me on yeah. it because I've got too much time in Stardew Valley. <laughs> it's it's just in the music and the ambiance it's just super chill like yeah there's no there's no stress behind any of it it's very mm-hmm. just like i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck i want and explore i'm gonna go oh fuck it i'll go over to the dungeon or i'm gonna go beat the shit out of some yakmels to get their yeah. fur like whatever <laughs> <laughs> that description that is like 
this is fucking video games, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you get all sorts of shit. The heffalumps and woozles later. Yeah. Yep. Just like, yeah, I'm gonna go kill some fucking zoogles. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's an enemy. There's an enemy called the Rocket Rooster. That yes. It's a rooster that just shoots like bottle rockets at you Amazing. as an attack. And then this there's the games there's, are good. There's another one that's like a kangaroo type thing oh, and it's got it's like fucking boxing. boxing gloves yeah hell yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean tekken K-O did it first a, it's called a, yeah. oh yeah it's called a boxing jack yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... ko making a making a cameo appearance mm-hmm. yeah. i yeah, only yeah. just realized that's how you're supposed to pronounce that ko yeah oh my god i just is yeah, that really K- how you pronounce it yeah, yeah. Oh, we oh think he was like cow or something? Yeah. I don't know. Why have I ever it, said that name out loud? What? The boxing kangaroo? His name is KO. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I, I know that, that now. <laughs> Only reason I, I realized it is I, that uh, Joe on our staff, he reviewed the recent remaster or game or whatever it was. Yeah. And I was filling in for Sam, so I was editing it, and he put that in there. He's like, I just realized that. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I just realized that reading this. <laughs> Jeez. KO the kangaroo. All right. Well, hey, speaking hey, of don't, knockouts, don't give me well, Scrappy's ruined it's, forever. It's, it's, it's a little spelled bit. K-A-O. Who uh, the fuck yeah, is no thinking K-O. or anything? Yeah. yeah. There's no way I mean, that's your first reaction. How was your first reaction to reading that and thinking, hmm, they named the kangaroo cow? They named the and, tiger and you, Ty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Ty the Tasmanian tiger. Yeah, it's, it's just dumb name. KO yeah. the, the boxing kangaroo. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we don't need this uh, conversation to get. We don't need this conversation to get too banal. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's <laughs> yeah, let's talk about another full on knockout. Let's talk about the Halo TV. Weird series. how much stuff your stuff's um, around banal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you have not finished the Halo TV series and you care about it for some reason, probably <laughs> would recommend hopping off here. We're glad that you listened, um, but. Come back Two after us, you watch it all. Yeah, come back after you watch it all. And you just want to, like, you need someone to just, you know, commiserate, commiserate in your misery <laughs> with, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I haven't seen the ending. I, I just popped in uh, on episode eight when I when I saw the headlines of uh, Master Chief fucks. But yeah. Rut, Stretch, you're both big Halo fans. You finished the Halo TV series on Paramount+. Plus. It's, it's so fucking weird. You could, and this is this is where I'm gonna start with the spoilers. You could say, "Oh, ha ha, the Halo series." Yep, Master Chief fucks and he dies at the end, and someone would think that you were just joking. <laughs> no, oh, he dies no, at the and, end. Oh, and to clarify, to oh. clarify, yeah, he fucks a prisoner of war. Yes, which takes Whoa. it to a whole nother level. Like she mm-hmm. is literally a prisoner of war. Well, and isn't she also like I forget the word for it, but she can touch the artifact and it it does the wow. things. Yeah, and yeah. She is also as they do it, a little orgasmic. You know? I know this is about him like getting feelings, but it's like settle down, chief. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the the entire premise of Halo as a franchise is that Master Chief is a human who has been so augmented, so brainwashed so damaged that he acts like a robot and cortana is his is his north star his guiding light his um his fucking jiminy cricket right that it is the ai who has enough humanity and the 
the war-made machine that is a human, and they completely flip the dynamics. Yeah, it's like at a at a core concept story level, um, everything is wrong. It's yep. very like unique, and that's there so are dumb. parts that's that are the interesting cool part about Halo. But yeah, to to have Master Chief standing there out of armor you know trying to appeal to the common decency of the other spartans about how he learned that they were all kidnapped as children um and it's like oh so he's just finn he's finn from star wars (laughs) that's what master chief is now he's just finn from star wars well that's why they call finn master trooper at Mm -hmm. the end of uh, episode nine (laughs) got it yeah, it's. But, I understand that it is a alternate timeline, and there are sequences that are very good. The last episode, probably the best one in terms of, I mean, choreography. The like the fight mm-hmm. at the end was pretty freaking sweet. But like, there's so many things where I understand they want to be separate from the games, and that's totally cool. But there were a lot of instances where I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Can, can, like, you, can you elaborate? Do you mean like there's too much on the screen going on or more like, how is this story happening? Oh, how is this like, story happening? Too much like, fucking going on. There's too much <laughs> fucking going on. Yeah. It's, well, it's like the the McKee, who she's a human who was captured by the Covenant at a young age because she had, they have these like, so Master Chief and McKee both have this innate ability to interact with the artifacts that will lead you to Halo. Mm. And the way that the elites find it is this like scepter that like glows, which was weird to me where it's it's like a fucking metal detector for the Halo <laughs> ring. Um, and that's how they found her as a child. And I thought that was really fucking weird. Um, mm, that's not you know, in the game. It's got a, they're taking yeah. the, a page from George Lucas where it rhymes. You know, it's the same kind of backstory as mm-hmm. Master Chief. Yeah. They rhyme. Yeah, it's poetry. It, it's there's just things that I'm just like I why um, I don't I don't know I I will say I enjoyed watching it just to watch it. Yeah, but it mm. just it did not it did not for me click in any way, shape, or form that this is Halo. Um, the con- the battle scenes, I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is Halo!" But all of the other stuff, even like the politics, just felt weird. It was it was hyper focused on Halsey, who is a shitty human being in the game and the the mo- the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just I don't know. Can we have Sergeant Johnson in season two, please? <laughs> is he the new Master Chief? No, I just I I need Sergeant Johnson. He mm. he's one of the best That's parts of Halo. That's not what Master too. Chief like, said in that scene. But yeah, no, I I think I definitely God agree damn. with Rut that like, you know, I I watched every episode. It it kind of almost it it walked a very fine line between being close enough to be recognizable as Halo and being so wild batshit out there that it was very easy to to separate it and like uh, appreciate it for what it was Mm -hmm. Um, you know the 
yeah, the action scenes, when they got to action scenes, were really good, really Halo, like, solid choreography. It was fantastic to see, like, Spartans picking up and throwing humans around. Like, they they got a lot of the the feel correct there. But then to have, you know, Master Chief standing butt-ass naked, pulling out his, his like, Sergeant suppressant Johnson. chip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like, I did find a lot of like the, you know, Master Chief reacting to finding out that he was stolen as a child. Um, interesting, you know, just watching Halsey be a complete piece of shit human being, um, and like getting away with it in the end, quote unquote. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it, it was so far separated that it at no point was the TV show giving me uncanny Valley. Like it Mm. wasn't too close enough to the source material that it felt weird and wrong. Like maybe watching the, uh, like watching the ratchet and clank movie Mm -hmm. was like, this is like 80% the exact same thing. So it's like a little bit weird. I, I see the key points. Um, but this just went completely, completely against expectations, but in an, okay way like yeah. i'm looking forward to season two i think if you ask me to pinpoint why i, I wouldn't be I able tell to tell you, you. <laughs> yeah I, I i think i'm looking forward to it just because i'm curious what's next i think that yeah as a whole the story if halo the game did not exist the novels did not exist maybe it would make more sense but like knowing what we know, being you know hardcore Halo fans for years and years, and and following the story and reading the books, a lot of it just feels weird. Um, but, like it's it's so f- far detached as well that I feel like you could almost like replace UNSC with this and Spartans with you know a different type of super soldier yeah. and the Covenant with some generic alien race. And I think I would say, oh, this is like oddly similar to Halo, but I'll watch it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that if I if I saw it under a different name, I would call I would call copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah, they I, do leave they do leave Master Chief in a weird place where this Cortana can literally take over his entire body and mind, shoving him out of his own brain. Well, yeah, um, that was the weird part too. Is is she is a part of him, mm-hmm. as opposed to like an an augmentation in terms of you know he slides her into his helmet, like she's literally implanted in his brain and nervous system or whatever. She's um, inside him. Yeah, she's literally inside him. So that was kind of weird. It, it I don't like the. I mean, the end of the the end of the the show he literally dies and she just takes over it's it, oh that's it's worse very yeah okay okay i thought like when you said I he dies ask when he dies what's that mean yeah i didn't yeah, realize so, that means cortana's so, gonna puppeteer his body basically yeah. what it what it is is that if chief touched the alien relic then he would go to like a dream plane where like he would appear on the halo but that would make him useless in combat so the only option they had was for him to tell Cortana, like, shunt me out of my own brain. I trust you that you can bring me back. 
because if if her brain takes over his brain then um it won't activate the the the, the thing, halo thing. Yep. which tells us that you know the halo thing has to do something with nothing physical whatsoever but is somehow intrinsically like linked to his soul uh soul i don't know mm. so it's, it's it is very strange so it is that like he's getting the shit kicked out of him in battle and he needs to rescue the spartan team and also get this relic away um at one point they say like oh you know rescue the relic save the world you know very heroes-esque um and so it ends with like chief just goes silent as cortana takes over his body beats the bad guys evacs the the people and gets the the relic away so would this mean that's where they left it too when we see chief and he's like fully suited up is is he gonna talk with cortana's voice is that we don't we don't know also the weird part is spoken since because cortana is not just in the armor like in the games but she's like in his body he could be walking around butt ass naked with jen taylor's voice potentially like (laughs) yeah Yeah. so is it now is they're flipping the script is going to be oh chief is now some kind of weird fucking soul ai thing that's gonna have to get his body (laughs) i hope not i'm sure that I'm sure he'll be back in the first episode, but yeah, Deus Ex Machina back into his body, episode one. But you are telling me that the an official Halo property has officially gender bent Master Chief (laughs) (laughs) for at least a little bit. Who knows how long? But what's that? Rule thirty (laughs) six, something like that. It's. I will say to that last episode, the fact that that was Atriox. he was fighting at the end um mm. and he shot him in the face in the exact same spot that he has like messed up in infinite so that was that was interesting to see we're like we're nothing like the games but we're gonna bring this character back and mm. and you know it's like they have the prophets and stuff yeah well and the and the prophets look like just as much of ball sacks as they do in the game so i cannot believe that there has also been zero tie-in with the games that is yeah. mind-blowing to me also i like, thought for sure like we're on the, reach yeah um like it just it well like i mean in terms of like promotional content and stuff oh yeah like oh. releasing like the final that where they have their final skirmish is like the the top of a sandy mountain with a whole bunch of like alien constructs with a you know shrine in the center and a cave system underneath that a whole bunch of elites swarm out like why was that not like hey season finale is happening also this is now a firefight map yeah yeah like, it, just like, firefight map. it just seems like there has been so many opportunities or like bringing over armor pieces or this or that it's just the fact that there has not been a single in-game promotion from the live service game the free-to-play multiplayer live service game That's halo weird. infinite with the Halo TV show that has been trying to get off the ground for 14 years. That's just, a good it's point. It's so weird. Well, it's, and it's such an obvious thing. I think when we first talked about the show on the podcast, that was our first, one of our things. We're like, huh, I wonder what kind of tie-in stuff they're going to do. It wasn't a if they're going to do it. It's what it will be. Yeah. And it's, the fact that they've done nothing is very crazy to me. It like, makes me wonder. 
who's if if could it be that this was the show is a Microsoft thing and three four three just wants nothing to do with it? Maybe, but like there's a new there's the Obi Wan series coming out next week, and so Obi Wan is appearing in uh, in Fortnite. 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 Yeah. yeah, so it's like yeah, that's two completely different companies, and yeah, I guess different agendas and. Honestly, 343 working through all of the issues that they're currently dealing with, with public reception to infinite multiplayer may mean that there might have been plans that had to be scrapped. Mm. Uh, Maybe. Well, they're pushing but a big update this week. But to you revert. figure with how long yeah, it, took, it took for the show to come out, because like you said, it's been talked about for uh, almost a decade and a half. Years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Infinite was even delayed. So it's like, okay, if we can get something on the back burner maybe for that. Like, they had a longer time with that than they had originally planned Yeah. also. So it's just kind of yeah, wild. It, it may just be that they're, like, too far separate an entity for anything to have Could been be. able to work out. But I can't I can't imagine that someone that's not in charge is not is wasn't thinking, like, hey, we should, like, yeah. get these two together somehow. Well, they even had it that you know Game Pass members got a month of yeah. um, a month of Paramount, uh, Plus. Uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah, to I was gonna say that's like Halo. That's like the most they did, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. in terms of connecting so the crazy. two. It's definitely, huh. yeah. The the lead actor who played uh, uh, John Pablo Schreiber. Uh, yeah, all I could see he he looks so much like his brother. <laughs> All I could see was was X Men's saber tooth. Um, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. If you've if you've at all been watching Halo and been like, man, his his face is fucking familiar. It, it just every single time he took off the helmet, I'm like, saber tooth is that is that you? Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think like I didn't make I, that connection till now. It's difficult to say whether I would or would not recommend the Halo show to someone. I 100% recommend the last episode and episode four or five, the other one with the big the skirmish. Big combat, yeah. But then the episode after the big combat, uh, Master Chief wasn't in it. Mm. <laughs> they just focused on the insurrectionist desert town and what was going on there. And then they just like resolved that plot point And then no character from that part of the story. <laughs> back. Even yeah. showed up in the final like two episodes. It's like, well, I, what is happening? Hey, it's it's totally possible that Halo Master Chief will never come back in season two. Maybe maybe That's it's right. just True. the Cortana show now. Maybe it's just yeah, it's Cortana now. Uh, John's and they dead. also at no point did they actually show the Halo. Well, they were they were like on Halo in like yeah. certain dream it's sequences. Like yeah, like if if both uh, if one of them was touching it for long enough, they got like transported to the halo and like some sort of a weird dream space thing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Very, very strange. Well, I would tell- like to, th- uh- Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'd like to think, right. Cause like, I mean, season two was confirmed before, or wasn't it like days before episode one dropped or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So like they've kn- on their end on the production end, they've known, okay, we're planning into season two. So, I'm hoping that there's some sort of big payoff, you know, in season two, because it seems like season one is ending on a place where I could see it being pretty divisive. I mean, the whole season has been pretty divisive for a lot of fans from what I've just been seeing online. So I'm hoping there's like this big, you know, this, this just so worth it. Like, you know, 
maybe not like Marvel's Endgame kind of shit, but like something cool where everyone's like, okay, you gotta stick with it. But when you get to the end of season two, it's like that's fucking cool, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would hope that they're building up to them getting to the Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that also brings up questions of like if they're still planning on ignoring, well, on avoiding previously established plot threads Mm. you know what is that going to mean for the events of fall of reach um Mm -hmm. or you know that just the inclusion of the flood tell you what the hunters the hunters were bad i was gonna say yeah they look fucking dope and i did not know that they could separate from their armor yeah they're just they're just a huge terrifying massive worms they've like never been allowed to be just the the gross mess of worms in the games. Uh, I think some of the books talk about how, like, when they're off duty, they'll just like blah, like putts down into a pile of writhing worms. Gross. It's so cool. They look well, fantastic. I'll say I watched the first two episodes, and nothing I've heard has made me think. You know, I should watch the rest of it. So not even the fuck scene. Nope. Don't care. Hmm. That's what am I? 14 no what what about yes. the john dying scene we just talked about before this came up about what i've spent in my off time doing do you think a, a, a shitty sex scene <laughs> in a show is gonna ma- mean much to me you're beyond that now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'll be honest it, it is landing better than i thought it would I, I kind of thought that this little segment of our show would be YouTube being like, I can't fucking believe this show. This is so bad. It's it's not enough that it's like um, um, watching a car crash in slow motion that you like can't look away. Like it's it's not like that bad. Mm. It's not that good. It's it's intriguing. I think it being so different has just like captured my attention to be like, oh well. Are they going to do this thing or are they not going to do this thing? What's happening here? What's happening here? What's the story with that? It took the, it took until watching this TV show to realize that um, Halsey was uh, was Miranda Keys' mother. I never oh. knew that. Yeah, I had to is Google that. that and oh, is that like in the lore? Apparently it is. It's, it's yeah. not ever explained, I think. Yeah, it's uh, like a totally canonical thing, but like... Captain Keys, major part of Halo 1. Miranda Keys, major part of Halo 2 and onwards. And, you know, Halsey is, of course, important throughout the entire series. And it's just, you know, maybe come up like once in a data pad or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's course. exactly what it was. It was like in one data pad in one of the games. And that's that's the only time it's ever mentioned. Yeesh. Now, uh, the, the real question software is... Approach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The real question is, what comes first, co-op campaign in Infinite or Halo TV show season two? Uh, I believe Master Chief came first. Thank you. (laughs) What was your question again? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you were thinking too much about the joke. (laughs) I was definitely thinking too much about the joke. (laughs) What comes first, co-op campaign in Infinite or season two? Season two. Of the TV show. Yeah, I mean, probably, right? I mean, they're playing... That can be our question for the masses for this week. Yeah. I mean, if it's not co-op campaign, how fucking sad would that be? Like, Uh, poor Halo For for the whole thing, yeah. Well, I think... I mean, there's a lot of frustration right now. They... 
they openly admitted in a thing this last week about how they weren't looking at things from the right perspective. Like they took away a lot of really popular skill jumps uh, mm-hmm. that the community was rightfully upset about. Um, and it's kind of retooled their thinking around that in terms of making them better without removing them, making them a part of the game. So I think I think things are clicking for them, but again, there's still hit registration issues. There's still there's still a lot of problems that have been there since launch that have not been resolved that I d I don't know if they can recover if they don't can... if they don't make change. Because mm. it is yeah, legitimately can... frustrating to play lately. They can do a lot to make the game better like in terms of adding more content, doing this, doing that. But if at the core it's broken, uh, that needs to be priority. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, the hit registration stuff is still wild to me that it's this big of a problem still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that's we're, a, we're that's like, a death knell for any shooter. What is this now? Is six months? Seven mm-hmm. months? Yeah, it's a big reason why the community is not as big as it could be Is is people just... It, it it isn't always a problem, yes, but when it is, it's just like what the fuck. It is so frustrating, mm. um, especially in, in a skill based shooter. There shouldn't be question marks. Um, should just I be think hit that's marks. what frustration. Yeah, it should just be hit marks, and I think that's that's probably what frustrates the community the most. Is like if there's a, a level of RNG to the game, how does that make it fun? Why why wouldn't I just go play a roguey wogey? At that point, right, that's right. That's what I've been playing—a bunch of rogie wogies, a bunch of rogie wogies. I think that does it for this week's episode of the Tech Raptor Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And just hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so you can always get new episodes. Uh, And if you are watching us on YouTube or on our site, leave a comment down below and let us know what do you think is going to come first, season two of the Halo TV show or... Uh, the co-op campaign for Halo Infinite. Or if you want, just let us know what your thoughts are on the TV show. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Are you sad? Are you angry for different reasons? Let us know. Uh, We are always publishing news and features and reviews and so on throughout the week at techraptor.net. But if you want more of our show, we will be back next Monday. See you then. fucking weird there's like a game where harley quinn can just fuck up shaggy i i think harley quinn wants to fuck taz (laughs) i'm sure the rule 34 is going wild right now i I think it's going wild i think it's going (laughs) 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 what kind of noises does he make that's one thing that rule rule three four you don't get a lot of. You don't get a lot of sound. Hmm. Why would you want that? <laughs> you know what? Like, you should be the change you want to see in the world. Put on your Twitter profile like rule thirty four <laughs> voice actor. I guess is yeah, that what you want to go that's, for? That's what I want to aspire to be. What if yeah. I? What if I become the premiere? <laughs> hey, I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, Go and out. you know what? The, the dream role is to voice the uh, the dude with the huge dick from Warcraft oh. Three.
I would love to find that man. I'm just saying, he's a, he's a big part of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs>